0: This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for July 18th. First, physicians, hospitals, and health systems are fearful of violating state restrictions on abortion, which delays some life-saving pregnancy care. States now regulate abortion access. Without Roe v. Wade, about half of states are certain or likely to ban abortion. This legal landscape creates confusion, which leads to delays and denials for incomplete miscarriages, ectopic pregnancies, and other common complications. Some of the confusion centers on what state laws allow when it comes to life-saving care when a woman's life is in danger. Some providers are consulting attorneys and hospital ethics committees regarding these decisions. One of these providers is Dr. Mae Winchester, a specialist in maternal fetal medicine in Ohio. She sought legal advice before performing an abortion on a pregnant woman with a uterine infection. In Texas, the state medical association filed a complaint to petition the state medical board to act after it says hospitals reportedly denied care to patients with serious pregnancy complications for fear of conflicting the state's abortion ban. The Texas Medical Association asked the board to, quote, "...swiftly act to prevent any wrongful intrusion into the practice of medicine." Unquote. Texas is one state with trigger laws which ban abortion following the overturning of federal protections. The law in Texas has a narrow exception if a pregnant patient's life is in danger. It is supposed to be effective in the next few weeks. Anti-abortion groups say the overturning of Roe v. Wade does not prevent physicians from providing life-saving care. Executive Director of the nonprofit Pro-Life Action League, Eric Scheidler said, quote, those procedures would remain legal and would not be considered abortion, unquote. Many physicians expressed concern that they may be at risk of prosecution for providing miscarriage care. HHS issued guidance clarifying that hospitals must provide abortions in emergency cases. Texas is suing over that guidance. Second, physicians say the process required to treat monkeypox patients is frustrating. Treatment includes obtaining a prescription for t the antiviral used to treat the infection. Prescription requirements to get the medicine from the strategic national stockpile are time consuming and likely causing delays or preventing patients from getting treated altogether. One of the rules demands the collection of multiple specimens and photos from each patient. Physicians are urging federal health agencies to relax these rules. Experts say time-consuming medication requirements are just one of the issues with the nation's response to the virus. Delayed test results and inadequate vaccine supply are other key barriers. As of Friday, the CDC confirmed more than 1,800 U.S. cases. Reporting delays between the local health departments and the CDC probably mean the actual case number is much higher. Third, Long Beach Memorial Medical Center in California will continue to receive Medicare funding, despite two instances where patients who were receiving care were at risk of serious injury. In February, an elderly patient hospitalized at the medical center was given the wrong medication. Instead of being treated for chest pain, the patient was given two doses of anastrozole, a chemotherapy drug for breast cancer, which the patient did not have. In March, another patient hospitalized with dementia and a history of falls fell while walking unattended in his room, resulting in a fractured hip. The patient's bed alarm meant to alert staff when a patient leaves their bed was not turned on. California state inspectors delivered their findings in a report in April. Following that, state inspectors revealed that the medical center would not lose its Medicare funding, quote, after inspectors validated the hospital's corrective action plan through staff interviews and record reviews, unquote. Fourth, on Friday, HHS extended the COVID-19 public health emergency through October 13th. It will give states a notice of 60 days before the termination or expiration of the declaration. this news comes as the CDC predicts a rise in COVID-19 admissions across the U.S. Hospitalizations have been rising since mid-April, but remain far below last winter's Omicron surge. Daily COVID-19 cases are also projected to increase. Deaths should remain stable or have an uncertain trend over the next month. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.